Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Welcome back to another Midweek Podcast. I'm Pastor Chris Race. I'm here with Pastor Jeff and Pastor Bob, and this is fun. It is fun. We hope that you tuned in last week and listened to our podcast, our intro. This week, we're going to get a little bit more into some deeper material. We're going to do AMA, which means Ask Me Anything. Pastor Jeff is willing for us to ask him anything. I dare you. Yeah. What's your password for your ATM? No, just kidding. Oh, it's Chris's address. <laughs> so for those of you who are listening for the first time, our desire at Life Church is to give you something to listen to for about 15 minutes in the middle of the week, something that will pick you up, something that will give you inspiration, something that will answer your questions. Mm-hmm. We've thought long and hard about what kind of format would best encourage people in our church. Yep. And I think it's just having a conversation. While you're doing the dishes. Oh, you're doing the dip. or vacuuming, right. gentlemen. That's right. That's right. And or mopping the floor. Yeah. Right now, the ladies in the church are loving us. What other jobs can the men in the take church care of the babies? Change, taking care of the babies, changing yeah, change the diapers. Those diapers, dude. Come on, step it up. Yeah. Take your wife out this. to dinner. <laughs> men are loving us right now. <laughs> so for us, also, folks, we are still wanting to hear from you. Mm-hmm. There are topics that are dear to your heart, things that have uh, bothered you during the week that you wish you could get a biblical answer for. Or maybe it's something that Pastor Jeff talked about on Sunday, and you're still scratching your head saying, well, what did he mean by that? So that's the other reason for our podcast. We will be talking about theological things, also denominational things. We are the four square. Yep. And so we don't have a flag out front, out in the on the on the in the sanctuary, but there is a Foursquare flag. There is a Foursquare flag in it, and there is uh, something that's been happening within our staff and our leaders where this flag gets it moved around, and sometimes ah. it finds its way in my office. Wow! And uh, but it's no longer here, so. Yeah. Well, just we'll we'll find out who gets it next. Right. And if you don't understand what we're talking about, we will actually in the weeks to come talk about the four squares of our denomination. Jesus as the healer, Jesus as the savior, Jesus as the baptizer in the Holy Spirit, and Jesus as the soon coming king. But for now, today's topic Let's is go. ask Pastor Jeff anything. And so this last few weeks, Pastor Jeff has been in his series Made New and talked about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. What a powerful story in the book of Daniel. But there are some things that I took mental notes that I'm going to ask. One of the biggest things, and I think it's important to us as Christians, what is the difference between having a biblical worldview and a worldly worldview? How, when we say of the world, and Jesus told us not to be of the world, in the world, but not of the yeah. world. What does that mean? What do you mean when you say worldly or have a worldly attitude? Yeah, yeah uh, it, it's challenging because we all live in this world. And so tangibly, we all see and experience and feel and 
um, have all the, you know, we drive cars and we sitting in chairs and we have all these tangible things of the world. But then we have to understand that there's uh, a spiritual world as well. Um, one of heaven, one of hell, one of uh, angels and demons and the Lord, Satan. And so we have um, these battles, not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and principalities of the world. And so um, to be uh, a citizen of heaven means that I have a new um, rules and regulations in which I live by because of my citizenship in heaven. So if I live in the United States, I, I know the government. I understand how I'm supposed to live and act and, mm. and live accordingly. Yeah. Uh, but those rules and regulations don't necessarily, ne- don't necessarily apply in North Korea. Yeah. Um, so I'd have to change my, my, the way in which I live in order to abide by those standards, uh, whether I like it or not, um, and whether I feel like it or not. So being a citizen of heaven, I have to let go of a lot of things of the world, these values, these cultures that, that so give into the culture of, uh, I'll just say the culture of hell, or <laughs> that right. sounds really harsh and heavy, but the culture of Satan, who so wants to distract us and get our eyes off right. of the Lord. And, and they're not necessarily all bad things, but there are, if it says, uh, I love, I think it's C.S. Lewis, he says, if, I, if the enemy can't get you to sin, what he's going to get you to do is be distracted. Mm, and so the way of the the world is so distracting and it's so comforting and it's so it can be so easy to live a life that is just like "Eh, whatever and um i think um that that's a that's probably how i delineate the two and i have to now step into if i'm made new under christ in christ Mm. um then i have this new citizenship this new way in which i live and that is way different than that of the world. Yeah. So that's what I would probably, yeah. Prep so here's here's a follow up question to that: How then do we as Christians, how do we make a good assessment, or how do we take inventory? What would be the best way to say, hmm, I have a lot of opinions, a lot of beliefs. Uh, what, what do I do to make sure? What, how do I, how do I take an inventory? I mean, okay, so the easy way is to say, well, we look at the, we would look at the word of God. Yeah. It's God's word. It's living and active. So we have to start from this place of belief that the word of God is true. It's living. It's holy. It's righteous. It is from our Father in heaven mm-hmm. who created us. So if I look at this, these words that are living and active, then I can I can read this with a heart that says, okay, teach me and show me and reveal to me the ways in which I'm supposed to be a citizen of heaven versus that of the world. Um, we're to be difference makers. Yeah. And, and that, that means I actually submit my all to, to scripture and to the Lord, even though, man, sometimes like I talked a lot this weekend about, I mean, Paul says it in, in Romans 12, he says you're, you're to be a living sacrifice. Yeah. That doesn't even make sense. How can you live and be a sacrifice at the same time? You're giving your life away. And that's a really an example of Jesus. He led the way in that. So, so we really are supposed to pay attention to what we say, what we think. It was two weeks ago that you actually took time to come up with some well-known statements that fly out mm. of the mouths of the most yep. um, Americans, yep. or I guess worldwide. You can be whatever you want to be. Yeah. That one kills me. I know. I, sorry. I don't know if that's uh, yeah, but, but too, no, that, too that, rough. No, but, but that's, that's good because in the sense of then what would God say about that? And that's where when we... these statements these bumper sticker statements fly out of our mouth we have to go wait a minute 
Yeah. Is that what the Bible yeah, really well, says? Well, I, I wouldn't say you can be whoever you want to be. You can be whoever God made you to be. Mm-hmm. But again, that's a place of humility and it's a place of submission that goes counterintuitive, countercultural to the world. I mean, goodness, the world tells us to rise up, be whoever you want to be, be strong, be, be all the things. And, and that's not what I, I don't see Christ doing that anywhere. Yeah. So when we take the time to do in personal inventory, if we're praying and reading the word, and the word would, it's almost like an autocorrect that helps us that's good. to yeah. say, why did I say that? Where did that come from? Yeah. Is it just something I heard my parents say? Is it something I heard at school? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, we've got some teaching professionals in our church and they're great teachers. Yep. But I would have to say there are things that are being taught, whether it's in your school or your kids' clubs or whatever it is, that you need to probably have to sit down with your children and say, what, what did you learn? Oh where, where did you hear that? We have conversations daily with <laughs> I mean, daily, yeah. literally. Right now, our kids, if you, if you don't know, we have, me and Carissa, we have four kids, 14, so a freshman, uh, a seventh grader, a fifth grader, and a third grader. And we have conversations with at least one of them every day about something cultural. Uh, that's just more like just comes up. Uh, it's what they see. It's what they ask. It's, hey, what do you think about that? It's uh, really, really prevalent. I mean, so we have to be diligent. We have to be so reminded. I've, I've talked a lot about that the last mm-hmm. few weekends. Of, you know, we have this woke culture, which, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's a catchphrase. It's yeah. everywhere. But we need to be awake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just have to be awake to see, to know what the Lord's doing. Yeah. And and where is He in the midst of this broken broken world that we live in? Yeah, because Jesus being the light of the world, He can shine light on what is truth or what is not truth. Mm-hmm. What is what is uh, sounds good, but once the light shines on it, it's like no, this doesn't line up yeah. with the words of Jesus at all. Yeah, that's another tag phrase. It's, you know, your truth is your truth. Yeah. Like, no, my truth is is Christ. My truth is in the Lord. I don't have my own. Is it is Christ? Because and here's a question for all of us, folks. You know, those of you who have children, are you really taking the time? to ask your kids, what did you learn in school on any topic, you know, not just social topic, but also history, language. I think a, a, a deeper question with that is what did your teacher say? There you go. You know, they might be teaching math, but they also have their ideologies and they're also adults who are being formed by this world. Uh, maybe possibly being conformed by this world unless they're, they've given their life to Jesus. Then, then they're influencing. Um, mm-hmm. And so, but then that bleeds out, you know, in college, that bleeds out in workplaces, that bleeds out in social media, in, in the media. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, goodness, if we don't have a foundation of scripture, through mm-hmm. prayer, through community of believers, you're going to be rattled often. So when you teach the straight up truth, like you have been, especially the last two weeks, we can sometimes become convicted. And I know that mm-hmm. when you get convicted, you just say, I'm wrong, I'm terrible, I'm a worm. Uh, what does, what mm-hmm. does Christ think about us? And how, what's the difference between you're doomed because you messed up or there's forgiveness in Christ? How yeah. do we catch ourselves in a worldly mentality? What does Christ want us to do yeah. in response? Yeah. Uh, godly sorrow leads to repentance. And so I, 
I have a lot of thoughts about that. So let me try and identify what I want to say here. Um, when you're feeling convicted, my hope is that you're feeling convicted, which is from the Holy Spirit, not condemned, which would be from the enemy. Right. Conviction should lead you to a place of repentance because um, it just, conviction is, it, it doesn't have to be so harsh or, or this like big bad finger in your face. It's, hey, I was off or I, I messed up. I, I, I blew it. And so I have this opportunity in this moment to just simply come before the Lord and say, Lord, you, Jesus, you, you took the cross for what I just did. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's taken ownership of, of the sin that I participated with and, and releasing um, it on the shoulders of Jesus and mm-hmm. seeking forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, those moments of conviction should lead us to transformation, which actually are fruitful. Um, I think it's John who says, be fruitful in keeping with repentance. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, like uh, in speaking truth, what was unique about the last at least two weekends, and hopefully I, I speak the truth every <laughs> every weekend, but it depends on what we're what we're really hitting on. Um, I've had a lot of people, you know, this you, we've talked about this before. A lot of people come up to me and just say thank you. Yeah, which you know, I was, I'm, you know, I'm always a little bit like I'm aware of. Hey, this was a little bit more like. And sometimes I try to prep everybody before I like get really right to it. Um, but Hey, get ready because, um, this is this, I'm, we can't, um, we can't beat around the bush with it. Yeah. And I've had a lot of people that don't normally come up to me or respond to me or write me a note or text or email or something. And they said, just thank you. I appreciate your honesty and your brave, your, 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 your courage just to speak the truth, yeah. which, um, that's probably another podcast of like, why have we, so why we got so far away from just speaking truth in love and in courage and boldness, uh, because that will actually bring freedom and, and transformation far greater than washing anything down and hiding the fact that sin is real, that the enemy is real. He, he wants to abolish us. He wants to get us our eyes off of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so we have to have a little bit more tenacity about that. And so I'm, I'm sensing within at least our church, like, gosh, I, I'm so glad that you're, you're hitting this, even though it yeah. is like a little bit like, Oh, Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. it kind of hurts a little bit sometimes, but that's, that's hopefully healthy conviction. It's not condemnation. What's- right. Because in, and you use this illustration referring to the princess bride of, you know, when Wesley Who is down in the, the pit of despair and Prince Humperdinck, <laughs> you know, takes that uh, torture machine and takes it all the way up to 50. Yeah. It, it's a thing of like, I found out what you did and mm-hmm. I'm going to destroy you. Yeah. In Christ, it's transformation, not yeah. destruction. Yeah. I mean, that's what I hear. Yeah. And it really is. It's such a, I think it's a great picture of the world. Uh, you, you saw this in Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in Daniel 3 with King Nebuchadnezzar, where he, his fury was so outrageous right. that he said, seven times hotter, you'll, I want the furnace seven times hotter. It's really like Prince Humberty going down and instead of being a, at a level three of torture for poor Wesley, yeah. it goes up to 50 or whatever it is. Um, the world is only going to get madder and have more rage and have more fury. And if, if, if that's not heard, then it just gets louder mm-hmm. and it just comes from a different point of view. And it's always condemning. Right. It's always canceling. It's always hurting. Um, it's never healing. Right. And so what Christ did on the cross is the same measure of intensity just in in sacrifice so christ instead of being a uh j- judgment and wrath yeah with sin he took the cross yeah 
when he could have lifted that up to no y'all y'all deserve yeah. you all deserve <laughs> you're all torched yeah, yeah because of sin and so um what a beautiful difference that christ did and it was the joy set before him that he took the cross yeah like he he did that with joy and so i hope when we preach scripture and truth that comes from that perspective it's it's because of the love that christ has the joy that he set yeah he that's great we hope that you've been encouraged by what you've heard today. This is so important for us to recognize that a lot of the things that we believe could actually lead us to pain, could lead to not physical death, but like spiritual death. It can hurt ourselves or hurt others. But in Christ, we're transformed. We're not punished and just smacked and said, You're, this is the end of you because you messed up. In Christ, there's transformation and there's wholeness yeah. and forgiveness. So we hope that you heard that today in this podcast. And so God bless you. We hope that uh, that you'll tell your friends about this podcast, even people who don't go to Life Church, as a way of encouraging them, giving them something to listen to during the week. Love God you bless you. Love you. Peace out. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there's anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.